guys, welcome to the CFO episode two of our podcast. We've got uh, Gabe and Lou, as we did in episode one, and we're going to be focusing on training with Rich. Uh, these guys went to Cookville, Tennessee, and uh, trained with Rich Froning Jr., and we're into that. Uh, Lou, you want to go ahead and start? Like, Let's just kind of start with what made you guys want to do this. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess it's a uh, pretty simple. Um, it was uh, my 40th birthday um, back in December, and as a uh, birthday gift, my brother bought um, four passes or tickets, if you will, to the Train with Rich weekend um, as a gift, and basically surprised me with it and was like, Hey, I thought this would be pretty cool and figured, uh, me and you could go. And, uh, and we, uh, or he mentioned to me, you know, he thought it'd be cool if, if Gabe came and, uh, the, um, his friend who is also, uh, runs, uh, his gym, his name's Mike. Uh, so it was, the the four of us that went, um, for that train with train with rich, uh, 16 weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, you know, nothing uh, too complicated to it. It was just, it was a, it was a gift, and uh, was uh, was really cool. So, um, it's great experience. Yeah, and cool. um, for those who don't know, Rich Froning, he's was the fittest man in the world four years in a row, maybe I think, individual, and now he, him, and his team are the, the have won every year, right, for the last few years. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I've, I think I've lost count. I feel like they've won like four times or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So big, big time CrossFitter for those of the, those of you who don't maybe pay attention to the CrossFit games as much. Um, yeah, but it was really cool too. Uh, this is Gabe um, because Lou uh, actually Lou's brother reached out to me before he bought it just to get my opinion on whether or not Lou would like it. And I was like, of course he would like, you know, like I would want to train out, train with Rich Froning. I said, but the other, the other part that's re- he's really going to dig is getting to see how they run their gym. Uh, mm-hmm. Just anytime you can go to another CrossFit gym and see how they run it and how they organize things and how clean it is, you know, you just, you're taking mental notes the entire time you're there. Uh, and so I knew that would be a big, big part of it too. So then, um, you know, I, I, didn't hear much about it until Lou got the gift. And then uh, after that, Lou said he wanted, he invited me to come with him. And I was super stoked because I was like, I wasn't expecting to go. It's not something I would ever get to do outside of, you know, being invited by Lou and his brother. So uh, right. it was pretty exciting. Um, yeah. It was good. That's stuff. awesome. Now uh, we were talking off air and uh, I know Gabe, you had a pretty, pretty cool story before you guys even got to uh, Rich's gym. You guys had, you know, flown, but you didn't fly directly into to Cookville, but you guys had a car ride. Can you go ahead and talk about that story you guys yeah. had there? Yeah, that was, re- it was, it was pretty cool. So um, yeah, so you, so you, uh, I don't, th- I don't know if there's not a Cookville airport, but I'm pretty sure there's not an international airport in Cookville. So you, f- we flew into Nashville and rented a car and drove out to Cookville. It's about, it's a little over an hour. I think it was like an hour 20 uh, to get there. So we all met um, 
at the airport in Nashville and Lou and I had gotten in, you know, maybe an hour before his brother and Mike. And so once they showed up, we all grabbed a car um, and started headed out to to Cookville. Uh, None of us had really eaten all day and we were pretty hungry. So at some point in the drive, we were like, Hey, let's pull off and grab some food. And somebody saw a Chick-fil-A billboard and, and, everybody loves chick-fil-a so uh we can't go wrong yeah i can't go wrong with chick-fil-a so we just got off at some random exit maybe yeah it was probably 10 10 to 20 minutes outside of nashville um to grab some lunch and as we're sitting there eating uh a lady walks by and just stops and turns around and and in her uh, nashville accent or just outside of nashville accent said hi you guys aren't from here are you or something along those lines and we were all kind of shocked (laughs) because you know, even in, not that Orlando is a great big city, but nobody's ever going to ask you to stop and talk to you just because you have a different accent in Orlando. And I'm sure to Mike right. and Mike and, um, and Lou's brother, it was even more surprising because in New Jersey and New York, you don't talk to people at all. Uh, right. Well, she actually yeah. said, I heard your accents and I could tell you're not from around here. And we were sort of like, Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then she proceeded to, to have, we, we were just wrapping up and like kind of getting ready to walk out the door, but she was trying to have a little bit of a conversation with us, you know, just asking what we were doing and in town and stuff. And we were just like, yeah, we're here. And we, we kind of tried to wrap it up quickly because we had to get back on the road. Uh, but it's mm. pretty funny, pretty funny start to our trip. Oh, for sure. And yeah, just like you guys were saying, just the, small town people are definitely more talkative and uh, seem to kind of care more about uh, what's going on. You know, you know you're not kind of caught up in all the hustle and bustle of a bigger city. So it is yeah. pretty cool to kind of get there every once in a while. Yeah. they we, Someone actually came to our table and was like, do you have everything you need? Do you have the sauces you need? And I'm like, we're at Chick-fil-A, right? Like, I mean, they were like <laughs> really like, that's out right. Their, out of their way. Nice. So it was, I so forgot that was, about that that. was sort of our, our first impression, which was pretty cool. Hey, that's yeah. a really, really good start to the to the trip. Okay, so yeah. you guys, uh, you guys finish up there, and then uh, do you head directly to the gym, or do you guys have like your hotel you have to check into and all that, or how did that work? Yeah, we went to the hotel first. So the the um, the train with Rich uh, started on Friday at five p.m. It was like five to eight p.m. I think on Friday. So we and we got in. I think our flight got in at like 1030 or something. So we had a couple hours uh, and I think that was built in purposely so we could go, you know, drop our stuff off at the hotel, kind of, you know, relax for a minute before running over there. Um, So, yeah, we checked into the hotel. Uh, It was actually a a surprisingly nice hotel. Um, I I honestly like, and this is probably me just being a a judgmental a-hole sometimes but like i'm thinking cookville tennessee we're, we're going to be staying in a motel six or something or or, or mm-hmm. something equivalent but it was it was actually a, a really nice hotel and they had a few hotels in the in the in cookville i guess there's a, a reasonably sized college there right lou is that what we figured out yeah i think it's uh, eastern tennessee state is there um and there's some other uh some other businesses there too because there was there was quite a few uh, hotels there, so they, they had to be mm-hmm. some other action there too. Okay, I just thought like the mecca would be that gym. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, so the gym was probably um, what well, it was maybe a ten minute drive from where we were at, at the hotel, and um, it, the gym's kind of uh, not out in the middle of nowhere, but it's certainly 
off the beaten path, you're not going to come across it just just driving through the town. Um, you'd, you'd have to be aiming to get there. But the gym, uh, as soon as we pulled up, we were like, wow, this, this is a pretty big gym. Even from the outside, you could see it was pretty big. Um, and it looked real nice. Yeah, it, it was uh, – we got in there and it was – I mean, Gabe and I were like immediately like start sizing it up. And I mean, our gym is 6,500 square feet. And I was pretty sure just the, the floor where, you know, the workout area is, was probably about, I don't know, two and a half to three times the size of that. It was pretty, pretty amazing. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you walk in and it's like everything you expect it's going to be. It's Rich Froning's gym so it's like crossfit mayhem has like every toy you imaginable you know so it was that was it was pretty cool uh and as far as some of the other participants for um the camp did it did it kind of range all over the place or like a like a like a specific kind of person would you guys notice yeah so there were a couple of things that were surprised so one thing was it did range all over the place it was like people of of all skill level which I think is really cool because, you know, you had some really elite athletes and then you had people that were, you know, definitely like uh, scaling everything um, that we did, which, you know, which again is like part of our, part of what we do every day in our affiliate and our community. And it's, and it's just fine. Right. So uh, I think it's pretty cool that it caters to all levels of athletes. And then the other part is um, there's definitely a contingency of people that have done it more than once. And Uh there were people in the class that we went to in the weekend that we went to that had been there for the sixth or seventh time. So, um, and those I believe are individuals that actually, you know, subscribe to uh, the mayhem programming. So they're doing that programming on their own. And then they probably find time during the course of the year to like go spend a weekend there and, and work out and do that programming that they would normally do on their own at CrossFit Mayhem. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a a wide range of people, um, which was really cool. And, and from like all over, there was, uh, people from outside the United States as well. So, um, that was, um, it was cool. And, and, you know, with events like that and, and, uh, when you go to like a, a cert, like a, a certificate class where we go to get like certifications and stuff, what's always really cool too, is you get to meet other people from, from the community. So, it, it's so you know it's nice to see the gym see how they run it but it's also really cool to to meet new people that are you know that into uh or that passionate about crossfit and, and fitness as well yes yes um so as far as day one goes can you guys kind of sum up what <laughs> kind of went through <laughs> so, <laughs> so we traveled for most of the day ate you know had a i guess fairly healthy chick-fil-a lunch for the most part and then <laughs> We got thrown into uh, – we did two workouts on Friday night, right, Gabe? I believe um, it was two, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was – it just felt like dozens. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we, we started off with partner workout, and it was basic – it was exactly what we did for the, um, the Cookville uh, workout to benefit the, the relief fund for the tornadoes. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. – uh, it started off with an AMRAP of um, power snatches – um, and that was for five minutes. So you were just going back and forth with your partner, 
Then you got five minutes of rest. And then we did an AMRAP of clean and jerks. You had to use the same weight um, again with your partner. So we teamed up in teams of four and basically rotated one team on, one team off. Um, and then we got a little rest. And every time what was really interesting, which I thought was was just awesome, is it's exactly what you think it is. So if you've ever watched a YouTube video with with Rich and the people he trains with or at CrossFit Mayhem or at his barn, he basically just like walk up to the whiteboard and you had no idea what was coming and he just start writing and like, and sort of like, you know, throwing stuff out there and then putting it up on the board. And there were workouts we did where we had like no idea when, when it was going to end, uh, which was <laughs> pretty, you know, was sort of amusing until you were like in the middle of it. Um, but, um, yeah, the second work, I don't remember the second workout off the top of my head right now that we did on that Friday night to you, Gabe. Uh, that was, oh, was that was the, the assault bike with the yes. lunges? Yeah, yeah. We actually did it at the gym, Jeremy. We uh, we programmed oh, it. Um, it was assault bike, um, air squats, and then you had to do the overhead lunge with the single dumbbell. Yeah, And uh, that was one of the workouts where he was like, he was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Team up, teams of four. And there was no end. So halfway at like, there was one point where we were probably about like 15 to 18 minutes into the workout. And he was like, all right, everyone's got to get four rounds. And we we were only on like round two each. So, uh, yeah, so it was like stuff like that. And that was Friday night. And we were, I mean, I, we were pretty banged up. I feel like even after that. (laughs) Yeah. It was cool too, though, uh, Jeremy, because like the, uh, rich was real cool and it was they they definitely had a structure but it was it was a pretty loose structure so i think when we first got there the the guy who uh, manages his gym his name's josh he's he's awesome um i think he took us up they have a mezzanine level um above the, oh, yeah. uh, at the gym where there's yeah. a conference room it has probably 40 chairs in it um and and, oh, and wow. a whiteboard and then out the, the other cool thing is outside that conference room is just like a, a mezzanine, uh, almost it's like there are tables and chairs, high tables and chairs, almost like bar tables where you can o- look over the entire gym from up there. So I think, uh, yeah. So there were a couple people who, who were there who brought either their kids or their relatives or, or just weren't there to work out. They were just there with their, with somebody. And so they spent a lot of time up in the, the up on that mezzanine floor, just overlooking everybody. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, but the other thing was we get there at five and, and they tell us, hey, here's what's kind of going to go on. We're going to do a workout. Um, you know, we're going to give you 15, 20 minutes to, to get warmed up. So you, we spent a lot of time and, and the gym was pretty much free reign. To, it's like, hey, you, you know, whatever you want to do to warm up or if you need some help, let us know. But, you know, use anything you want. And they had every, like Lou was talking about, they had every piece of equipment under the sun. They had a ton of uh c2 bikes the uh, uh they had a ton of assault bikes ton of rowers they had a, a ton of skiers like so anything you wanted they had and, and they were it wasn't like they were hey don't touch this stuff or don't go in this area it was very open kind of like how we are in our gym just like as long as you're not behind the desk you're, you're good to go um so right, it right. felt cool to just be like that they were like hey we're just here to to work out don't don't stress it too much uh let us know if you need help uh, so that was kind of cool. Now, now, when the actual workout started, um, 
are they doing them with you or are they more coaches when you guys are doing these? No, they're yeah, doing they're, them with us. <laughs> they're doing it with us. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a great way to put right. it too, Gabe. I feel like for it's like, it was really like, Hey, we're going to, we're working out this weekend. And like, this is like your venue too, you know, almost mm-hmm. like this is the, you know, uh, and they, they didn't run any classes while we were there. Like there was, so it was, you know, it was pretty much free reign to the, there was about 30 people there. I think, I yeah. think Josh said they cap it at like 30, the, the guy who runs the gym. Yeah. And, okay. and the other, so it, sorry, real quick, Jeremy, before I forget, the other cool yeah. thing was, and, and Luke kind of touched on it a little bit. The other cool thing was you go in and there's 30 random people that you've never met from, and, and you just know we're all here for the same thing. And I'm still blown away to this day, 10 years later, still doing CrossFit, uh, at how cool everybody is. Like there is almost never an ego or somebody, you know, people think they're too cool to talk to. It's never like that with anybody that I've ever, or most people that I've ever run into in CrossFit. And and it was the same here. Everybody was super friendly, super open, super excited to be there. Um, So it was real cool to, you know, just meet all these different people and have conversations with them. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, no, I've had the same experience too, no matter what gym you kind of drop into, you know, you're, I know for like, like for me, I guess you're kind of dropping into somebody else's home. Yeah. So you don't know how they're going to, going to act, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, for the, for the majority of the time you're welcome with open arms. It's, it's a good, good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. So Saturday, what did Saturday bring? <laughs> so you guys laugh every time I, I ask about Well, because so Saturday we roll in and they're like, get here. We started at like 830, right, Gabe, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so we get, he, he uh, Josh is like, the gym will be open at eight. So of course we got there at like quarter to eight and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're like, we're going to maximize our time. So we get there, we're warming up. And I mean, warm ups were, uh, one thing that is clear is like they warm up and they warm up for like 20, 20 to 30 minutes. I mean, it's like legit warm up. Right. And so we get going and we line up the uh, row. It was teams of three and it was a, a rower with a uh, bike erg in front of it with a ski erg in front of the bike erg. So you have these three machines lined up and he's like, okay, we're going to spend, uh, 50 seconds on every single machine and you're going to have 10 seconds essentially to like rest and rotate. Okay. Which rest is like, you might as well just laugh at like this sort of joke. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, um, it's going to be, I just want you to keep a consistent pace, right? Like don't blow it out of the water, but it needs to be, let's keep it consistent. So again, there's no end cap to it. Like we don't know how long we're going to go for. And we're like, I Gabe, were we like 20, 20 minutes in. So like 20 rounds or something or, yeah. And he's like halfway or we ended up going for 45 minutes, like just rotating. Wow. Um, and that was, that was pretty wild because we're, no one knew how long we were going to go for. So everyone's sort of like looking at each other, like what's going on? Like how long is this going to go for? And so, um, so it was, yeah. Cause cause I, I think most of us figured like, well, it's three it's with three people and you're on each apparatus and then you move to the next one. We were all like probably 10 rounds would be 
you know, that would be, a, it's going to be an even number that with the three, right? So we were like 30 minutes, 10 rounds. That seems reasonable. Uh, uh-huh. And 30 minutes came and went and we're still going. Uh, was it after 30? So I, I don't know. I, all I remember is yeah. I, or maybe, maybe I was like 15, or, you know, maybe 15. I don't know. I, I just know. I remember thinking like, this is a good round number that we'll stop on probably. And it came and went. No, and you're then, right, Gabe. It was on 30 at, at 30. Yeah. He said halfway. That was it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember looking at the dude that was from um, the East coast. Where was he from? Uh, from Daytona or something like that? Or from, yeah, Ormond he was, Beach. From Daytona. He was yeah. next to me on the, the next team, but he was always on the same machine next to me. And I looked over at him and I go, did he just say halfway? And he's like, yeah, man, he said halfway. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And, and I guess, you know, that's the, according to like Tasia, who Tasia Perez is uh, one of the people that's on his team. Who's like another badass CrossFitter. Um, she was like, this is basically like what goes on at the barn when we train, you know, like, <laughs> um, right. And then we did like a pretty elaborate, um, almost like a cool down slash warm up. Uh, they took us through like, uh, again, they have every toy. So like they had a wall full of crossover symmetries and the, the, um, the, the hip symmetry, like the hip, uh, band that crossover symmetry makes, um, Mm-hmm. so they had like a whole a whole wall of these things so they split us into two two groups and we went through a uh shoulder piece um on the crossover symmetry on the wall and the other group went through a uh a little hip warm-up and then we switched um and that was like the second part of the morning basically yeah okay okay uh before we go any further uh now, when you see these elite athletes on uh, your computer screen or on the TV, uh, it's hard to judge height. Now, I know the average CrossFitter is a little bit shorter than the average male, male, uh, a, a little bit shorter than a six foot. So what are we working on here? Is he a little <laughs> guy? Or... He's, he's like 5'9", I feel like. It, it yeah. Was, yeah. Maybe five nine, five okay. ten. Yeah, and he yeah. was he was actually really he. I commented on that he looked pretty lean because um, yeah. in the CrossFit Games he always looks super jacked, like he's definitely right. very muscle bound. Um, and he and he looked appeared really lean to me, and and I commented on that, and I was surprised too because they had just come back from Wadapalooza like a week or two before, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, that's interesting that he's not bulkier. Right. Yeah. It is did you think he was look uh, lean, Lou? Or was that I did. Was yeah. Yeah. Lean? Absolutely. I, I, I yeah. thought he was like, he looked lean. But then, like, you know, like I, I remember, I feel like at one point we were talking about that when we were there. And then there was like the end of one of the workouts. We looked at each other and we we're like, oh man, now he looks huge. Like he was like, <laughs> like he had like a full pump on or something. And I was like, yeah. holy smokes. And Tasia was like short ish, but just built like a shit house brick shit house right she was like yeah maybe maybe five four or something yeah but but pro- i mean just like a little spark plug it was yeah. impressive yeah uh-huh. she's badass so she's she was just she was she was pretty badass it was cool yeah and like they were uh, both like re- like just super cool like really really nice and, and cool like the whole down time. to earth yeah yeah yeah, that goes a long way for sure. 
so what did the second part of Saturday look like? You guys said that um, was morning, right? We did a Q&A to finish off the morning, um, which was really cool. Is that like nutrition? It was like anything you wanted it to be. So we went up to that mezzanine level that Gabe was talking about into like the conference room. And we sat there and it was Rich and Tasia. And like we he just like took questions for like an hour, hour and a half. And he basically like anything you can think of, people asked him like, any like about his family his workout his nutrition um er everything like i mean so um even like some what were like a couple of highlights for you guys questions wise uh i i asked him a couple things about the gym one of them so like i guess it seems pretty obvious now but um hey andy my dog um (laughs) so but i asked about like just his involvement with crossfit mayhem in the gym on a, on a day-to-day basis or, or just in general and he basically you know he was very upfront in saying that um he he's can't really have day-to-day involvement in the operation and that's why he's got josh and jake because of like the training and the work he has to do and and, and he was very uh pretty clear in saying like hey look like my training is my job you know like that's what earns my money and and stuff like, and the working out and stuff so um, he's like, I love coming to the gym, but he's like, for me, if I hour and a half training to come at the gym is going to take three to four hours because I got to, you know, takes 20 minutes for me to get there. And then, you know, I'm going to see people. And of course I want to talk to people. And he's like, I don't want to not be able to talk to people. And so he's like, the best thing for me is to get my workout in at the barn at his house. And then he's able to spend time with his family and his kids that are at home and then go back and work out more and so on and so forth. So, you know, I guess it's, it seems pretty obvious now after he says it, but uh, you think that he probably has like that, all that involvement, but you know, he's um, he obviously has to take care of everything else he's got going on too. So um, he's got a good structure in place, I guess, with the people he has there um, to take care of everything. Right. Gabe, anything stick out for you? Yeah, I, honestly. So he did a, actually, a, he did a couple of times we did the Q&A sessions. I think one on Saturday and maybe one again on Sunday. But it was it was literally like, all right, we've got X amount of time, guys. The the more questions you ask, the less we're going to work out. So, or the, the, you know, the longer you get to take a break in between our workouts. So yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? Um, the, the one the, the thing that I took away from all of that, this is the whole weekend, but especially in the Q&A was just like how down to earth he is. Like uh, he mentioned a couple different times that he doesn't really like um, all the quote unquote fame or just the notoriety of uh, that he gets. Uh, he really just loves working out and winning. Uh, he talked about how, how, how he's competitive to a fault. Um, he said, but he doesn't really like talking to people especially to strangers you know he's a very he's a very family oriented and keep to keeps to himself mostly person um but he said once i started you know doing well in crossfit i i learned i had to be a little more uh open so he he even said sitting up here in front of you guys talking is uncomfortable for me he's like i i it's not that i don't like it it's just uncomfortable for me so he's like i've gotten used to it but it still is hard um and he says after these train with rich weekends he's like i'm exhausted mm-hmm. <laughs> from emotionally and mentally basically right right so you kind of see him you know uh, uh humanized a little bit and that he does he's just not always what you see on, on yeah. youtube 
he's just a a dude who doesn't like to be in the spotlight but uh kind of yeah. has to be with uh yeah somebody. and he said somebody asked if like if the people of cookville uh know who he is and if people recognize my he goes you know what he goes people know me because i because my they, they know me as as um his what i can't remember his mom's name but he said his mom's son because his mom grew up there and, and knows everybody in town i can't remember what she did but she just knows everybody so he, he said around cookville i'm known as richie uh what's her name son right they don't even care they none of most of them don't even care that i'm that i do crossfit if they even know what it is so that was pretty funny right right that's funny uh, was there anything left for Saturday? Did you guys do anything in the afternoon or was that? No, Lou, I figure, I we, thought we worked out like six times we, Saturday. We, it felt really, like we six did. We, uh, we, <laughs> we had like five or six workouts. There was another one where like we subbed, uh, we had like handstand walks and squat snatches and they had a really yep. cool sub for the handstand walks. Um, was like these, um, basically like these rollers you would do pushups on. Um, it was like a, uh, this apparatus uh, that had like four or five rollers on it with a, a push-up handle on it. And they took the handles off and you used one under each foot. And basically we're like walking with your hands in like the plank position um, as a substitute for the handstand, uh, the handstand walk. Um, okay. And then you had to come back and do squat snatches. And every round those squat snatches went up in weight. Um, and that was pretty brutal. And then we did like, uh, oh, we did that other one, Gabe, with like the, it was like GHD sit-ups, toes to bar, and um, God. Uh, that was horrible. Um, oh, uh, wall pu- handstand push-ups, it was the. No, no, not right? on that one. That was the, that was the one that me and you were on the same. Oh, remember? that's right. That was, uh, so that, so there was, it was uh, toes to bar, handstand push-ups, and double unders. And then we went, we rested and went right into another workout, which I don't remember, but the one you're talking about had, uh, we had to do uh, three rounds. We had to do three sets of three rounds of handstand push-ups. Seven handstand push-ups. Bar muscle-ups, and then the sandbag carry. Yes. Oh, my God. And then we did an mm. assault bike sled push uh, workout. We did one with dumbbell snatches and wall balls. And bench press, right, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, press there was line. all kind. I mean, we. I feel like we did like five or six on on uh, Saturday because then Sunday we had a flight, so we had to leave just slightly early. So we did. We got before we got on our flight at like two p.m. We did. We got like three workouts in. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was pretty. Wow. It was pr- pretty they intense. Were, they yeah. Around. Yeah. And it was one of those situations, Jeremy, you may, you, I'm sure you felt this, like if you've ever done like a multiple, a two day competition or even a one day competition, that's a, an all day thing, like multiple workouts, even after Friday's work, couple of workouts, I came in Saturday morning, I could barely move. Like I could barely, I couldn't walk oh, up yeah. and down the mezzanine steps very fast. Um, and then I'm uh-huh. like, I'm not going to be able to work out today. And then you start moving and it's, you just go right. And your body just goes, okay, all right, I guess I'm going to have to. Um, so we, we felt right. that way all day, Saturday, all day, Saturday, and then leading into Sunday again, coming in that morning, we were like, Oh my God, I'm not ready for this, but then you just move, you know? <laughs> now, speaking of Sunday, you guys had mentioned before, uh, 
before we started recording that uh, something a little bit different uh, you guys were a part of on Sunday. Can you guys? Yeah, they did. Um, so a big part of CrossFit Mayhem is um, it's it's uh, very strongly uh, faith based. So uh, so they do a devotion on Sunday mornings, and so the train with rich um, participants took part in that at the gym um, and rich and Tasia and his, uh, Jake uh, lead. Um, and so we went into it and we're, we were expect, I mean, um, you know, I grew up Catholic and I, I what it was going to be. And we were, you know, definitely a little skeptical. Like we were like, do we need to participate in this? Like what's going to happen? And um I can honestly say like we walked out of it and I feel like the car ride back, we were all like, man, this, you know, definitely was a positive, right? I mean, number one, I always feel like, you know, exposure to something you've never been exposed to and getting out of your element um, is always a positive, right? And, and being in that type of situation and you learn something about other people. And then, you know, uh, Rich and Tasia and then Jake, you know, did their devotional and, they just talked about themselves and, you know, their path and like where they came from. And uh, Gabe mentioned this on our ride back to the airport that day. Um, and I think it really, uh, really hit home was like, it was sort of therapeutic. I feel like, you know, it's like you can relate it to like someone who like meditates um, or, you know, you, you take time to yourself to somehow like, you know, find like a, an escape. Well, you know, them talking about their stories and hearing them, you know, it's almost made them like just like Gabe said in the beginning of the podcast, it really made them feel like, you know, they're just like, like the rest of us, you know, they, they put their pants on the same way, just like we all do, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and that was sort of cool. And I feel like what stuck with me was like, rich actually said, there's so many days where at the end of the day, he's like, man, I suck today as a dad. And it was pretty cool to hear him say that because I'm, I, you know, I feel like that constantly. And, you know, it's sort of, uh, interesting to hear that, you know, to hear someone like him be like, you know, you know what, like not every day is perfect. And like, we, you know, he struggles too. We all struggle and it's sort of cool to, to, uh, to hear it. So it ended up being a real positive thing. I, I, we were definitely skeptical going into it, but, uh, but it was cool. It was cool to be a part of it. Yeah. And, it, and part of it That's was, great. I think the, uh, skeptical, I, I think what it was, was we weren't, we just weren't sure yeah, what yeah, it was yeah. going to be. Right. It, it, they just called it a devotional. And so we were like, Oh, is somebody going to preach to us? Is somebody going to read the Bible to us? You know, which is fine if it is, but uh, we just weren't sure. So we're kind of like, what is this? Right. Um, the cool thing about it for me is um, I, I'm all about like, believe in whatever you, uh, whatever works for you, whatever makes you happy. It's, it's none of my business. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to judge you for what you believe in. The cool thing about it was basically we started with a prayer. Um, and then like Lou just mentioned, they basically told their story about how, how they came to find God. And okay. the cool thing about it from my perspective was just that they were 100% honest and vulnerable. Yeah. It was very, um, it was just cool to see. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of just like honesty and, and, and opening yourself up to people and the way they did that to 30 total strangers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or mostly strangers was pretty powerful just to, just to be like, wow, like that's, that takes some, some balls to get up there and just kind of bare your soul a little bit to a bunch of strangers. 
and you can tell, and that's, and you could tell that everybody felt that, right? Everybody, nobody's scoffing at the, at the end of it. No matter what you believe in, you're like, that was cool to just have somebody be that vulnerable and and honest with you. Yeah. And it was like, Tasia was actually great. She like wrote all her stuff down and, you know, she was talking about it. You can tell it was, you know, somewhat emotional to her. And I mean, it was like you said, like mm-hmm. it was, it was really cool. It was, it was uh very eye opening, and um, it was, it was cool to be a part of. I think it was, it was uh, a real positive. So it was cool. Yeah. And then we worked yeah, out. We worked- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We worked out. Oh, by the way, we went to this killer donut place on saturday night oh, we had man. really good barbecue while we were there um and we ha- went to this great donut place mm-hmm. on saturday night and then on sunday they brought in coffee and donuts for the devotional and we didn't eat all morning and so on the way out after we worked out and we were like hustling to get to the airport we like all snatched some donuts to to eat in the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 well-deserved donuts <laughs> But it was funny too, uh, just because Rich Rich said like we we run it the way we do because it, it is exactly what it says. When you when I say train with Rich, you're coming to my gym and you're doing what I would do whether you're here or not. This is exactly what we do. And he's like, okay. and so that's what people expect. They want to come and work hard and work out a lot because they know that's what I do. And he said, so that's what we do. We just work out the whole weekend. It was crazy. Right. No yeah. hidden agenda at all. Totally in the title. All right. Before we wrap up, um, if you guys can each just tell me one takeaway you have, but the takeaway pertains to how how you can implement it into CFO. Good one. Yeah. So I honestly feel like, you know, just being a part of like the whole thing, all encompassing the from the working out, you know, there's there's takeaways from how the gym was set up and different things they did with cleanliness to um, the way they did their programming and some other like fun twists to, you know, just, it doesn't have to be like the same style of programming all the time. Like just having those twists and is like, is fun, you know, that unknown. Um, But at the end of the day, I just feel like I walked away and I was like, man, what can we do to, you know, have that type of strong connection with people in our gym. Um, and so, you know, how they form that and, and what they do and, and just, you know, what else, how much more can we do? You know, like, like what, what can we, cause it's nothing's ever perfect. Right. So we always want to get better. And, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just said a lot of nothing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's so much to digest. Right. And, and, it's like a fire hose, right. Of information. And you're like, man, I love the setup and I would love to have all these bikers or, you know, or do this, this thing, like, you know, how they clean this thing or, you know, how they organize these workouts. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's always about the experience for the member and, you know, what can we do to help improve that experience? And I, I feel like, you know, throwing some twists in there, having some, and having more fun at the gym, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun that weekend and I feel like we, you know, we gotta, we gotta keep bringing that to the gym and it's not so serious. Like the programming and the, what we do, like 
it should be escape. It should be an escape for people and it should be fun for people. Mm-hmm. Right. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, kind of similar along the same lines. I, honestly, it fired me up just about being a box owner again. Like it's, it's, um, it's easy to kind of, well, so first of all, I, I hadn't, hadn't been working out consistently leading up to that weekend. I'd had a couple injuries and in the holidays and, you know, a million reasons, excuses why I hadn't been working out consistently. So I was actually kind of, I was excited about it, but I was kind of like, man, this is going to suck if I can't do all the workouts and blah, blah, blah. And it ended up being such an awesome, like, I, I can't explain how awesome it was and um, made it through the whole weekend with no injuries, no problems. But it was really, it got me excited about like just coming back to, to CFO and being, um, excited about having people at the box and training something it's easy after the the time that we've been doing this like it's easy to kind of forget that these people are only here an hour of a day you know so we need to make sure it's it's there it's the best hour we can possibly make it whereas you know lou and i are going to be there a couple hours then we're going to do a lot of stuff on the outside for a few hours uh and it's easy to kind of burn your not not even burn yourself out just kind of forget the reason you're doing it. And it was a really good reminder for me that we do this because we love our members and we love the community it creates. And that's really all that matters. Right. So quit. Like for me, it was quit getting stuck in your own head and worried about all these other things that are going on. Concentrate on making sure the members are having the best hour that they can. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well guys, thank you for your time. Um, 